The Bible Study Podcast, episode 619. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Ezra with chapter 9. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We continue on our study with chapter 9. This may be a shorter episode because there are only 13 verses and one topic. Ezra's Prayer About Intermarriage After these things had been done, the leaders came to me and said, The people of Israel, including the priests and the Levites, have not kept themselves separate from the neighboring peoples with their detestable practices like those of the Canaanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Jebusites, Ammonites, Moabites, Egyptians, and Amorites. They have taken some of their daughters as wives for themselves and their sons and have mingled the holy race with the people around them, and the leaders and officials have led the way to this unfaithfulness. When I heard this, I tore my tunic and cloak, pulled hair from my head and beard, and sat down appalled. Then everyone who trembled at the words of the God of Israel gathered around me because of this unfaithfulness of the exiles, and I sat there appalled until the evening sacrifice. Then at the evening sacrifice I rose from my self-abasement with my tunic and cloak torn and fell on my knees with my hands spread out to the Lord my God and prayed. And before we get into Ezra's prayer, let's talk about what's going on here. Now we have to put this in the context of when it was written. It is written again after the Babylonian captivity, before the New Testament, uh, 350 or so years before Christ. And remember that the people have just come back from exile. The people went into exile because they were unfaithful to God. And the kind of things they did was not just this intermarriage, but they adopted the practices and the ways of the people around them, these detestable practices, including the worship of Baal and the worship of Asherah and the child sacrifice and all of that sort of thing that they did, which got them in trouble with God. God who said, I am a jealous God, you shall have no other gods before me, and they did. And it's and we remember King Solomon did that. He was very wise, at least at first, and then started marrying wives. And they took his head and pointed it toward other gods where he started worshiping other gods. And that's really what God didn't want. It's not that God has some sense of racial purity or things like that. It's that God wants to be their God. And as they become like everyone else. Remember when they wanted a king because they wanted to be like everybody else and everybody else had a king. God's intention for them wasn't that they be like everyone else. God's intention for them was that they be his and they be unique and they be set apart, holy as in set apart for the use of God. And so this sort of thing where they're intermarrying, where they're getting close to the people around them, and they're adopting their ways and all those things, Ezra comes back from exile and finds out, oh my gosh, we're doing it all over again. And that's why he is just stunned, and he's tearing his clothes, and he's tearing out the hair from his beard, and he is sitting there until the time of the evening sacrifice, and then he says this prayer. 
I am too ashamed and disgraced, my God, to lift up my face to you because our sins are higher than our head and our guilt has reached to the heavens. From the days of our ancestors until now, our guilt has been great. Because of our sins, we and our kings and our priests have been subjected to the sword and captivity, to pillage and humiliation at the hand of foreign kings, as it is today. But now, for a brief moment, the Lord our God has been gracious in leaving us a remnant and giving us a firm place in his sanctuary, and so our God gives light to our eyes and a little relief to our, in our bondage. Though we are slaves, our God has not forsaken us in our bondage. He has shown us kindness in the sight of the kings of Persia. He has granted us new life to rebuild the house of our God and repair its ruins. And he has given us a wall of protection in Judah and Jerusalem. But now, our God, what can we say after this? For we have forsaken the commands you gave us through your servants, the prophets, when you said, The land you are entering to possess is a land polluted by the corruption of its peoples. By their detestable practices, they have filled it with their impurity from one end to the other. Therefore, do not give your daughters in marriage to their sons or take their daughters for your sons. Do not seek a treaty of friendship with them at any time, that you may be strong and eat the good things of the land and leave it to your children as an everlasting inheritance. What has happened to us is a result of our evil deeds and our great guilt, and yet our God, you have punished us less than our sins deserved and have given us a remnant like this. Shall we then break your commands again and intermarry with the people who commit such detestable practices? Would you not be angry enough with us to destroy us, leaving us no remnant or survivor? Lord, the God of Israel, you are righteous. We are left this day as a remnant. Here we are before you in our guilt, though because of it, not one of us can stand in your presence. And so Ezra is going to do other things, but he starts with prayer. And he starts with this intercessory prayer, this prayer where he stands between God and Israel and says, Lord, our sin is great. Lord, we have done it again. We have been unfaithful to your calling. We don't deserve the grace you've given us. You might take it away. Lord, forgive us. But then he's going to do other things next time. We're going to get into that. As I do this episode this week, it's a tough week. I'm recording this at the first week of August in 2019. For those of you listening in the far future, we just had two big violent episodes of mass murder in the U.S. where I record uh, within a 24-hour period and three within a week and the 251st one of the year, even though we're only halfway through the year. And a lot of these have been racially based. And so this verses here are hard to listen to because they sound like that sort of verse. But we have to remember that it's not the people's race that God cares about, it's the people's beliefs. And so what is the same and what is different is in this time? One is we are not a people in the same sense that Israel was a people. We are not a people who is called by God because of our ancestry. We're called by God because of our faith. 
And instead, in the New Testament, it says, you know, barbarian, Scythian, slave, and free, uh, the, we're all the same. So it's not about that. But on the other hand, the, the one thing that is still true is if you are in love with someone who is not in love with God, that will tend to pull you away from God. That has not changed since that time. And it's still something that we should consider should you even, is it wise to even date someone who is outside your beliefs because it will tend to pull you in that direction. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God, and aren't we all praying the big prayer, Here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. I use my mic like a machete, so if you don't like to get your toes stepped on or pushed off cliffs to finally jump on in with Jesus, I may be too much for you. But if you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com today.